Hey everyone, welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is season four, episode 18, the one with Rachel's new dress. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Yeah. Um, Rachel gets a new dress and <laughs> Monica spills something on it and um, hilarity ensues. The I'm end. just kidding. That has nothing to do with this episode. Um, that's not even an episode. It sounds like it could be, though, but the it other way around. It could be some fan fiction if you yeah. want to write it. <laughs> Why are we always writing fan fiction? Why is that happening? Because we're um, cool. I'm going to start... I'm going to start with, um, I want to talk about Ross and Emily because that was kind of how we ended last week's episode and it's kind of our driving force. Well, not our driving force in this episode necessarily, but it is important plot line right now. Um, and also it's kind of funny. So, I mean, it's, it's one of the bigger things happening like through that's pulling this along. Yeah. So Emily apparently stayed in New York forever. I don't know. At yeah, this point, does so she have a job? Like what's happening with her? We were wondering we were wondering last episode because she flew to New York and Ross flew to London, but she had just come back that we were like, well, who's gonna go where? Like who should stay? So I guess Emily stayed. I kind of feel like Ross always uses the like, but I have a kid excuse which is it's not an excuse. Until that real. kid's knocking on the door and he's like, Ooh, I'm just gonna sit here and make out with my girlfriend. That's true. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> likes to use his son as an excuse until he has to hang out with him. To get out of helping Monica. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So I guess Emily decided to stay in New York because, you know, women have to give up their jobs. I'm just kidding. I'm not going there right now. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> jokes, jokes. <laughs> but yeah. So maybe she went home. Maybe she came back. I don't know. I mean, when I lived in the UK, I worked retail and i got 28 days paid vacation so it's 28 28 wait yeah 28 that's more than i get in new zealand well dear in the wrong country (laughs) i don't know what to tell you i think some of those might have been built in bank holidays like christmas oh yeah some of them are but like i think i get 24 or 25 or i get four weeks so i think that's 28. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? I, I was testing you. Um, I was testing you and you passed math. Yeah. Congratulations. Good job. I passed math. Um, okay. Moving yeah. On. So I got 28 days paid holiday. So one can only assume Emily gets at least that, but she's probably some sort of executive or at least like something more important than careery. 95th person to work at this retail store. Um, bottom on the totem pole, making six fifty an hour. I'm sure she made more than that. Um, so anyway, she's got some some holiday to use up, but she's using it all on Ross, and he's trying to make her late for the airport <laughs> again. And uh, she, they're canoodling, and well, I was gonna say Ben knocks on the door. Ben doesn't do anything because he's just dopey. He can't. Yeah, he can't. But um, it's Carol and Susan with Ben, and we find out that Susan is going to London, Govna, and she's never been before. And I have to say, this is a scene where I actually, Susan, I like Susan in this scene. Like, she just kind of seems like light and not yeah, mean. Yeah, not shouting. Yes, she's, she's not, not shouting so much. 
And um, she does kind of allude to the fact that Russ doesn't like her, but she's not picking at him for any reason. She's just right. being nice. She's like, well, that's because he doesn't like me very much. So this is yeah. hard for him. And he's like, well, yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah, like, he's like, so, that's true. for once, I mean, I'm not saying we all have to be best friends, but it's nice to be on the same page, right? Um, So Emily is just very excited. Uh, I'll show you around. Ooh, I'll go to a show with you. And not that that's there's nothing wrong with that she's just i've never seen emily so excited well Um, i kind of had the feeling that because she doesn't know all the history between susan and ross i think she's kind of doing that thing where like she's like any friends or any friend of ross's is a friend of mine you know like i think she's kind of like get in good with the the family and everything yeah and so i think she doesn't realize that like he actually doesn't like her you don't have to which you know that she hangs out with her anyway even though she finds that but i think that's why she's like oh i'll give you rex oh i'll meet up with you oh i'll go with you know like yeah just yeah um but yeah i mean even if there is bad blood between ross and susan i wouldn't even say bad blood i would just say like not each other's favorite person at this point um if Emily's going to be around, she'll be around Susan. So there's no point in not being friendly, you know. So And it's a good way to bridge the gap between, like, sometimes having a new person to kind of act as, yeah, like, an ambassador. Buffer. Yeah. Like, that could actually make things better. Because, you know, like, then they can all spend time together. I mean, that's his son's new mom. So it's, or, like, you know, not new at this point. But, like, it can only be good that there's good relationships. Maybe the two of them will simmer down a bit and they can, like, be in the same room together more. Totally. That's a good point. Um, but, yeah, so, anyway, they go to London. And Emily, apparently, and Susan are having a great time. And Ross becomes unhinged. Unhinged. Because... Yeah, he yeah, just suddenly he is zero and I, chill. He is zero chill. The funny thing to me, I I think that his fear is valid because while it seems unreasonable to most of the world, it's like but this happened to him already. So it's right. not out of the realm of possibilities. He's like, Yeah, it's probably not likely, but it's literally already happened to me. So I don't want it to happen again and I'm just afraid. And it was this woman, you know? Yeah. So well, I don't think there is an actual, like, I don't think it's going to happen or even that it's possible, but I understand why he said. But the funny thing to me is what he zeroes in on. Like, they're going horseback riding. <laughs> Hello. I know. Poetry. Like, <laughs> women are going to the gym. They're going to be stretching. I'm like, Ross, they're women. Like, we stretch with each other all the time. It's not sexual. It's just, just us going to the gym. Like, I just stop yeah. making them like sex objects because that's how you like, I don't know. That's yeah. yeah. I felt the same thing. Like, I, I agree with you. I think it's like, it's all a little too familiar. He clearly doesn't trust Susan for like, Which, you know, why you know, kind of fair enough. Yeah. And he, it, and like, kind of like it's been before. It's actually not really about trusting his partner it's about not trusting other well that is what it's about it's that he's like doesn't have enough trust in his partner instead he's like oh no but if they're tempted that's going to be the end of it where it's right like, it's all up to have Susan some faith if emily's gonna cheat yeah exactly yeah so classic Ross. but I, i'm with you i do get that it's like i do think he's kind of founded to have that he just needs to go to counseling and deal with it because it's like of course you'd have yes. this 
you know, I get why he has this reaction and it is bringing up stuff that's already happened to him and he is confused and upset and worried. So like, I get it. And I understand why it's extra triggering that it's uh, Susan, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not just like, oh, she's hanging out with a female. It's like with she's a hanging friend. out with this Uh-oh. female. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Susan I get it. Is but a yeah, predator he who's targeting on my girlfriends. Pretty much. Um, but I do love the part. It's just funny the way he says it when he's like, all I heard for a year from Carol was, my friend Susan's so fun. My friend Susan's so smart. My friend Susan's so gay. Yeah. <laughs> like his little accent. He does is he so does, funny. He does have a couple of funny ones here too where they're like saying something to him and he's like, he's like, they like, may, oh yeah, when Phoebe's like, yeah, not Ross. This would never happen. And he's like, you know what? Forget you guys. My girlfriend's a lesbian. Like he just like wants I know, to wallow. Yeah. <laughs> He does want to wallow. And like we said, we understand, but also like trust your girlfriend a little Stop. bit. Yes. And later, yeah, they're later they're in the coffee shop and Phoebe's like, okay, what happened? Like Carol really screwed you up. You used to be totally normal and now you're so mistrusting. And he's like, nah. And Monica and Rachel are like, actually, yeah, yeah this is exactly what it. happened with Mark. You were so jealous, even though there was absolutely nothing going on. You could not let it go ever. Um, so you just need to trust Emily. And, you know. I feel like Phoebe is really astute here where she's like, wow, like Carol really messed you up. And it's like, th- he should be thanking her for the free counseling <laughs> because it's so true. So true. I don't Um, like at the end when they're talking about it and he goes, I still think I was right about that Mark thing, though. Like, oh, my God, Ross. Like, it has been how long? Like, you were not right. Not even a little bit. That frustrates me. Like, down to the point where Ross comes over and spills his guts to Rachel and Rachel's like, I'm going to pass, but thanks. Like, she had her opportunity. With Mark. What do you mean? Oh, with Mark. Sorry, I thought you meant with Ross. Oh, well, no. He, and I don't – he doesn't know that that happened. But, like – so I get it because, you know, Ross still doesn't know what we know, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a TV show. But but I still just feel like – so you still are saying that you think your friend slash lover was lying to you. Like, I just right. don't think that's a cute thing to hold on to. No. It's not cute. Feels cute. Please delete now. Please delete up. Yeah, so he, yeah, he needs help. And we all know that. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, annoying. Everybody comes back. Well, actually, I love the part when he's like, Susan or Carol, like, you know, they're spending a lot of time together and all this stuff. And maybe they like connect and they touch and there's electricity and it's new and da 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 da. And she's like, I don't know, maybe. And he's like, oh my gosh, I didn't believe it until you just said it. But, I mean, I hate that's that. That's like, I don't know. I just don't like this whole little. <sighs> it's very really unflattering like for Ross. It's very unflattering for Ross. It's very like, it's just weird. Like straight women. I don't know. It's just weird. It's, I don't know. I get that like in the time it was one of those things where it was kind of like discussing 
lesbianism or bisexuality or whatever, which like wasn't really on screen. So it's cool. But it just it just feels weird. The whole thing just feels weird to be like, well, if this lesbian hits on her, she's going to be gay. Like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not yeah. a wizard. Like, that's not how that happens. And Carol has I don't think she straight out straight up said it, but like alluded basically like she always knew this about herself. Yeah. And, you know, and that's not the case for Emily. So anyway, he just needs to get over it. I just it, wish that, yeah, I just wish that Ross was more trusting and not so jealous. He's so jealous and it's very exhausting. That's a good way to put it. Um, Yeah, it's really exhausting. So that's pretty much it with them. Yeah. She comes so, yeah. back. I also am like, why did Emily fly back to New York again? I know. I'm like, I'm lady. Like, <laughs> and then they later down the road, when he wants her to move there, she acts like it's so preposterous. I'm like, girlfriend, you are already here. You live here, essentially. You, you do live here. You're just paying rent somewhere else. And uh, you essentially live on an airplane because that's where you're probably spending most of your time. So much time. I mean, I know the flight from New York to London's not that bad. Is it like six hours? It's a little bit. It's actually more like four and a half or five. Oh, that's not bad. I guess like it's with a little bit longer stuff, one way. but it's like yeah, you can do. You could make a long weekend out of that, I suppose. Yeah, like leave. You can work do the Friday eye pretty easily. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you could leave Friday night and wake up and be in London like before lunch. Right. So it's not that bad. Still exhausting though. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of flying yeah, back and forth. It's a lot. Um, so Emily's just, I don't know, racking up those frequent flyer miles when they still meant something. Um, just really um, speaking out. of that, I got an email from Air New Zealand the other day that's like, here's your AirPoints update. And I was like, are we still doing this? Negative <laughs> like, 10,000? Yeah. And they're like, it's going to roll over. I was like, guys, just maybe just like turn off the like auto emails for this for mm-hmm. the next wee while <laughs> like, maybe just lay like, low for a bit just quiet just no 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 don't speak um but we've also got pee which we call her that every time sorry guys just think it's I, funny oh i think i think it's funny i know but we say it every time um uh, I was about to say Carol, then Susan. No, what's her name? Phoebes? Mrs. Lynch. No, what's her name? Uh, Who on earth are you talking about? <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Frank Lynch. Jr.'s, Frank Jr.'s wife. Oh, Alice. Alice! Is she Mrs. Lynch in I think that 70s what... show? No, oh, I think no. that's what he calls her when he's like, he oops, sorry, her. I that's mean right. Alice. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, I couldn't think of her name for like it truly escaped me. So Alice comes into the coffee shop and is like, "I have a favor to ask you." And I'm thinking, like, okay, well, you're well, hang kinda... on. Yeah. Before that, can we just talk about how she comes into the coffee shop with the drum? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, we totally. And we're can. talking about Phoebe. We totally can't. Yes, Phoebe, not Mrs. Lynch. She's playing Smelly Cat. Let's see if I can play dun, it. Dun, 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 Smelly Cat. Dun, okay. Dun, 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 dun. Smelly Cat. What, what are they um, feeding you? Dun, 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 dun. And Joey's like, yeah, like rocking out. <laughs> I love it. But I think, so again, I know, whatever, we should leave this alone. But like, I guess I was like, she's five weeks pregnant. Okay, so we'll say that she just had her eight-week <laughs> checkup. So she's 10 weeks pregnant and two 
pregnant to have a guitar. This is just doing my head in. But um, I think she might have been more than eight weeks at that checkup. Oh, when can you find the gender? Oh, no, she didn't find the gender. Weeks. She just found the heartbeats. No, well, they must have seen the gender because. Oh, because she. That's right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think she's at least 20 weeks. That makes more sense to me. I'm guessing when she okay. was first pregnant, maybe because like it was immediate from the IVF that maybe the embryos were too small and they didn't see that there were three. I don't really know. But one can only assume that she just had the anatomy scan at 20 weeks. And so uh, Alice, gosh, why can't I have her name? <laughs> this is not that hard. Um, Alice comes in and is like, I want to name the girl baby Leslie. And the boy baby is going to be Frank Jr. Jr. <laughs> and I love when and, Chandler's like, oh, wouldn't that be Frank the third? And she goes, don't get me started. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, this is the first time we see Alice ever um, get annoyed like, by Frank and not Italy's think he's smiling. like cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, okay, so she knows. All this time I've kind of been wondering, like, Yeah, she I know? like that. She really she knows. Yeah. Know that he's like kind of a weirdo, like a sweet one, but definitely a weirdo. Um and they're like, So we want you to name the other boy baby, which is an honor to name yeah. someone's child. It's exciting. Um and uh so names start getting thrown around. And well, the first she name starts with yes, Exxon. No, Cougar. Oh, Cougar. That's <laughs> she's like, ooh, ooh, Cougar. And Alice is like, you think about that. But yes, you Cougar, think about it. Exxon. That's mm-hmm. funny. The Hulk. Ah, I like is, the idea is, of something that starts with the. <laughs> yes. Do you remember our friend Truman in high school? He used to always talk about what he would name his kid and now I just can't remember what it was it was something kind of like it wasn't like the Hulk but it was kind of like that where it was like no one's ever gonna did it start with oh it was I think it did I think it was the man he wanted it to name his kid whatever the man as his middle name oh that's like Steve the man I hope his first name isn't Steve if his middle name is going to be the man. I'm just saying Steve because that's my cat's name. I wasn't trying to like oh, call anybody's oh, oh, name sorry. out. You know, like Steve the man Steveson or something like Steverson. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember him saying that. But yeah, I I heard some really bad baby names recently. Ooh. Ooh, um, are we gonna fund people if we start saying what we think are bad baby mm, names? <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. Well, one of them was just. Let's see. I let's see. I don't know. Let's see. No, one of them wasn't bad. <laughs> in itself, and I don't actually remember the names. It was just this kid had three middle names, and they were all like qualities the parents wanted to like. Oh, no. Like, yeah. Bravery and stuff? Yes. Well, and I just remember one of them was Adventure. And I was like, that's just an odd. It's not like a name. Because even Bravery sounds more like a name than Adventure does to me. But what's really interesting is that my friend, it was like my friend telling me about this, about their friend. So this is like a friend of a friend. And they were like, but what's even more interesting is that these guys were all in a band together and they another band member had a kid and was like actually we're gonna use adventure as a middle name too 
So there's like Did two people in a break friend the group. band up? Well, I don't think they've been in a band. Like, it's not like they're like. But like, do they together. fight over it, or are they just like, oh, cool, us too? Okay, everyone's they, name's adventure. <laughs> well, yeah, they were like, we're gonna. Is it cool with you if we use this for our kid because you already did it? And they were like, yeah, yeah. totally, we love it. Um, okay. So it's just, I, I would, I wouldn't say that's a bad baby name. It's just kind of, it's unusual. I do know. Um, yeah. I know a family that I used to work with. And like they are personalities, like every single one of them. They're like really big personalities, really into like acting and they're just very like like adventure and like extreme everything. Like But is their name adventure? Yeah, well, funny enough, they were into it without having to be named it. But Oh, interesting. Like they're just very extreme personalities and very, very large personalities. Um, mm-hmm. and they have this um they have a tradition and I think it started so I think like the dad I think it started with when he was younger and now it's like he does it with his kids the kids get to choose their middle name at age five. Oh, so they're like still young enough for it to be like whimsical and childlike and stuff well they chose things like danger and like mm. darling and like I can't remember the and other those one kind of cute they are cute. And so, yes, I'm sure the parent, but it's like with those kinds of things, when you're like, our daughter chose it by herself. I'm like, no, she didn't. You like gave her a list and pushed her towards darling, didn't you? I don't actually know. I'm just kidding. Like maybe she totally was like, came up with it because she was in Peter Pan or something. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I thought it was like a cute idea that the kid kind of gets to pick their own middle name. Um, and it is like, they are a little bit unusual. But yeah. It's a fun little tradition. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. I guess it's hard to say that there's a lot of bad baby names out there, but just more not my not our style. It's a, well, they're very um like what's the word for like when something trends? Do you know what I mean? Like they're just so like colloquial. That's not right. But do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the names that are popular right now probably sound weird to you and I because we don't know anybody with those names. Because we don't, yeah. you know, we don't have kids in school that all have those types of names. Yeah. And it's like a natural progression. But, like, we still know people with our names that are, you know, and anyway. Well, I don't know anybody with my name, but that's. I've met a couple Actually, of Renee's. Yeah, there's a couple. Cool. Don't worry. It's really funny. There are, like, a few people. Like, our friend Alicia, her stepmom's name is Renee. And she has another really oh. good friend named Renee. So she has, like, several Renee's in her life. Oh, isn't um, that funny? I know, but everyone else I know. And then my friend Joel, who I work with, he's like, every job I've ever had, I've worked with a Renee. I'm like, seriously? I've like never worked with another Renee. I've met a few, but I've never been like friends with one. Right. I say one like some sort of like, <laughs> like creature. in the wild. Yeah. Some <laughs> other type of Renee. Um, but I kind of like, it's nice to just have my own name and not have to worry about if somebody's talking Girl. to me or not. I, I know, mean, you know, literally everyone's name is Ashley. Literally everyone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, like in my classes growing up, there were at least two always, sometimes three. Yeah. And that's I, where the whole um, Ashley S, Ashley A, Ashley P. I'm like, no, it's not our fault. <laughs> I know. I know. Like my friends still call Ashley. My friends in Nashville call Ashley, Ashley G, even though G is not her last initial. <laughs> it's a cute little inside joke cute little inside joke um 
But we, we every time I reference Ashley, I'm like, so I was talking to Ashley G. And they're like, okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Ashley G. Of course, Ashley G. And they've met her too, which makes it even funnier. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I Plus, l- what like other s- Ashley would you be talking about? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's another one out there. I'm not sure. It's not as mm. common as Renee, not but what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, I recently, I can't remember. There was a baby name that I had like heard a few times. It might have been Luna. Um, I've like heard that a few times recently, and I don't think that that's. I actually think it's a really cute name, but I don't think, I think it's, it's a cute. common name. But I think now it is yeah. a common name, like it's a popular right. name. So while it sounds really unique to me, I've now heard it three times in the last couple of months, and I'm like, oh, okay, so it's a thing. Um, so I looked it up, and I there's like these websites that have like baby names and stuff, and I was like looking them up, and then I got curious and I was like oh like when was Renee popular the answer is never it's never been really? popular I've like never broken like the top 200 or anything close to it wow. I've been the bottom thousand I'm like I'm not even on the list anymore um whereas have, Matt has been in the top 10 forever since the dawn of time since yeah literally the dawn of time um yeah ha- have your parents told you why they named you Renee I don't actually my, think I know this. I actually think my dad just liked the name. It is pretty. I love my and name. And it's unique. I really do. What I love about my name is that it is unique, but people still know it. Right. Like it's a name they've So they're they've not heard. like, huh? How do I spell mm-hmm. this? What do it I? gets misspelled, sure. And people are like, wait, do you have one of those little things? Yeah, that's fair e? enough. But people know how to read but it. But I don't and care. Don't, yeah. But, yeah. But people aren't like, wait. What's your name? name's not Tr- Trogdor? It's what? <laughs> Trogdor? Um, you know, it's just like Renee. It's like, oh, that's my friend's middle name or that's my great aunt's name is usually like yeah. what I end up hearing. Maybe I'll get my day in the sun and there will be a bunch of babies named Renee, but it hasn't happened yet. I kind of wonder yet. if it's weird for like, because now you know how like old lady names are coming yes. back as a thing Which for I love. Babies? I've always loved I think old, it's na- super old lady cute. names. But I, I kind of thought, like, if I have a baby, I would want to uh, – well, no, I don't know. But, like, I have a great-grandmother named Rose, and I think that's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, Very pretty. And I have another – I said – yeah, I have another great-grandmother named Beatrice. So like, B, I think that's really cute. Very um, cute. I know a few babies named Mabel. Um, and so I just wonder if it's weird for old ladies to see babies with their names, like – Dolores and Mabel and like is that weird for them or but I wonder if most of them are no longer with us some of them surely still are though some of them yeah sure and I'm sure that there were some random Mabels and Doloreses you know 20 years ago throughout that yeah yeah but yeah you're probably right and so maybe do you think that there's going to be a next wave of Ashley's in like 2086 <laughs> a cool hundred years later. Um, so Ashley used to be popular as a man's name. Right. Like in the 70s, I think, in America. But what's weird. So I, I'd, I'd heard of uh, Ashley as a man's name like every once in a while in America. I know three men named Ashley in New Zealand. Yeah. Like the only one I've I worked- knew here was Ashley Parker Angel. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah. So he's like our age-ish. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but here like there was an Ashley who was like an executive that I worked with. So he was like, you know, 
older generation than me. There's an Ashley who's like five years younger than me, who's a developer that I work with. And we we keep ending up, this is the second project we've been on together. So I'm like, you guys are going to have to call him Ash because I'm older and I'm Ashley. Like we've just got to figure it out. And my last project, we actually started calling him Hugo. And I don't even remember why, but we're just like, right. So Hugo's going to work on the code. And I was like, sorry, buddy. It's too confusing. I mean, even though like in context, like, am I going to work on the code? No, we know who we're talking about. Right. But, um, and then the minister or the, um, what's it ever, like the director general of health, the guy that gives the COVID briefings every day, his mm-hmm. name's Ashley, Dr. Ashley Bloomfield. And he is up for person of the year in New Zealand because everyone loves him. <laughs> he has like a following and everyone's like, he's kind of hot, isn't he? It's like this whole, it's very cute. Um, do you know who else is up for person of the year in New Zealand? <laughs> A cat named Mittens, Mittens. who I'm personally and tell them voting why. for, and Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, Renee's going to commit that voter fair to the to prime sure minister. <laughs> I just think Jacinda's done a great job, and it would be such a shame for Mittens to take her her spotlight. But I just think it would really boost morale to have a cat win. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, I think our morale's already pretty high. But wouldn't it be higher with Mittens <laughs> at the top? <laughs> Renee thinks that that would just make everybody smile. To... It's obvious. It's obious the prime minister's going to win. We all knew she did a great job. Like her winning won't be a surprise to anybody. No. If the cat takes it, oh there my gosh. There are some people who have been denouncing the way that she's handled it. So why? Says, because they don't agree with her um, locking down. They think it's bad for the economy. Oh, okay. There's always going to be, you know, the to camp well, sure. nobody agrees on everything no yeah. and especially with something like this that's like i don't know there's no precedent um unprecedented well i don't know say. about new zealand but here in america everybody agrees on everybody's like covid's been chill taken care of. and <laughs> super chill about it it's not polarizing people aren't no. arguing about it so sorry Most unified america ever been I do want to um, add that Mittens has already won the key to the city for the capital. So I feel like Mittens is getting the attention he or she deserves. I just think she could always get more attention, but that's just me. <laughs> okay, Renee, you can write a strongly worded letter to the committee. Can I write your congressman or the equivalent? Uh, say, say MP. Your council person. Oh, your MP. Okay, that works. All member of him. parliament. Dear sirs or madams. Dear sirs or madams. Meowdoms. Oh, dear purrs or meowdoms. <laughs> it just sounds like Next. I'm drunk. <laughs> yes, it does. Dear purrs or meowdoms. Vote for mittens, please. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> All the cats in my neighborhood are voting Love for Renee. <laughs> Love Renee. Paw print. P.S. Do you have any baby kangaroo? Can I have snacks? Okay, back to Phoebe's baby names. Oh no, that's what we were talking about (laughs) a hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, Phoebe is going to name this baby, but she's trying to come up with it. But of course, she consults the dummy patrol. And why do people ask them things? Oh, name it after me. Name it after me. I don't know why. I would rule that out right away. I would be like, no, because one of my friends is going to be upset. So I'm no, I'm not naming it after anybody I know. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's just a lose it's a losing battle um and when they're trying to make their cases poor Chandler he's like well you know Chandler he might be there for you, but uh, he'd probably be late. And uh, <laughs> bring some cold soda. Like, what? If Stop what talking. You, I know. He just needs to <laughs> shut up. This is why you should never be allowed to talk to people. Um, and well, poor Chandler. I know, poor Chandler. And then Joey's like, I wasn't going to say anything, but like, it's not even a real name. It's kind of like Chandelier, but Chandelier, it's not. Chandelier, but it's not. <laughs> and I think from there, Chandler plays the situation perfectly. Oh, yes, he does. He knows that. All he he knows that his only card is the pity card, and he is not ashamed to play it. No, he's not. So he plays it, and he plays it well. He does it really well because it totally seems like he's having an existential crisis over mm-hmm. the name, where he's like, "That's it, I'm I'm Clint. no longer." Well, they're like, I'm no longer Chandler. And they're like, so you're just Bing? And then he's like, I have no name. <laughs> I have no name. Yeah. Yeah. Then he, he goes, goes for Clint. And they're like, no. No, not cool you're not for cool enough. I mean, is anybody? <laughs> Good point. And um, then they're like, Gene, what's up with Gene? I know. <laughs> I know. Gene. Oh, terrible name. Well, did we know a, a Gene? We knew a Eugene. I actually know two Eugenes. Um, so one of them is a, he's American, but he's a Korean American guy. And I think, you know how, yeah, I think his parents named him Eugene. He, he pulls it off. And then remember we had that um, really crazy lady substitute in middle school. She she was very, very weird. Yes. And her son was named Eugene. And I feel bad because I don't think that helped mm. either of their cases. I don't feel like it helped her case. And then he was already weird and his mom was crazy. And so I don't he you know, he didn't he didn't also need to have the name Eugene. Oh, I know another guy named Eugene that I work with. <laughs> I know all these Eugenes. His name's Eugene, too. And I don't know where it comes from as, like, a family name or something. But, like, he's a cool dude. I don't know. I kind of like it. I kind of like the name Eugene now. Kind of like we were saying we like that, like, older names are coming back. Yeah. Okay. So you're in for your Eugene. Well, I wouldn't name my kid Eugene, I don't think. But I don't mind it as, like, I think it was, like, you know, in middle school we made fun of it. But now I'm like, leave him alone. Eugene's kick-ass. <laughs> Check him out. He's a good guy. Um, it's definitely better than Barney. Yeah. <laughs> which is the other name Joey. The other. Joey on Chandler. being a bully. He is. And he's not helping the case. Like, I don't know. Who's not, not helping like, the case? I just feel like instead of drawing attention towards how great his name is, he's like distracted to. Oh, he's just doing a smear campaign. Yeah. Got to go negative. <laughs> um, Bobby Newport. That's from Parks and Rec, too. A lot of Parks <laughs> and Rec references these days. Um, But yeah, so Gene is very upset, and he decides he's going to be <laughs> John Markson or Mark Johnson, which I feel like that's sure. a good way to go. Like, just... Play it safe. Play it safe? Pretty good. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, 
it's more fun to have a unique name, I think. I think so. Like, my last name's really unique, and I don't ever mm-hmm. want to change it, even if I get married. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I miss my unique last name. I tell Matt all the time. I'm like, why'd I change it? This name's kind of boring now. You love we love you, Matt, but it's a bit basic. Sorry. Love you, Matt. Um, But... Yeah, after all said and done, Phoebe's like, yeah, I decided you have to keep your name because I'm naming the baby Chandler. Yeah, that is sweet of Phoebe. But... He knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, it was a Chandler mastermind. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. And Phoebe, you know, sweet, sweet Phoebe plays right into that. Yeah. Even though when Ross is having a hard time, she's like, no, no, definitely don't like the name Ross. <laughs> yeah, this would never happen to Ross. <laughs> never happened to like the hulk or something oh that's right yeah <laughs> i do i did think that this was going to be the episode where joey's like what is your what is ross short for rostifer and he's like russell like <laughs> russell or rostifer yeah he goes no and just ross goes, oh just ro- pretty pretty <laughs> <laughs> but now i have oh, no idea joy. what episode that would be in um, it's the one where Joey admits that he likes Rachel and then he accidentally punches Ross in the face and has to take him to the hospital and he's trying to fill out the oh, paperwork. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. It's like season no, 10 like, or something. Russell? <laughs> pretty. Oh, pretty. Because <laughs> Russell is so much better. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Honestly. I want to get to the last part because I love okay, it. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Um, we've got Rachel. Rachel is going on what Rachel's seems like new the, boyfriend, Joshua. Her new boyfriend, Joshua, who does not like dirty movies that we learned in the last episode. Oh, that's um, right. Which I don't think we talked about, but she's like, Joey's like, yeah, right. Oh, does he also yeah, think he, that the dialogue's cheesy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he likes yeah. dirty movies. Um, and uh, so this seems like their first, like, maybe big date, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, um, she comes out with the lingerie and she's like, yes, I'm going to, you know, I'm hoping tonight's the night. So it's yes. kind of like things are moving that direction. Yes. But Monica is like, mm, I don't like picking out other people's sex clothes. But Monica, later in season eight or seven, eight or nine or ten, sometime down there, it's Valentine's Day and... Monica's like, Phoebe, I want your opinion on something. And Ross is like, what? You don't want my opinion? And he's like, okay, uh, big brother, which one of these makes your little sister look hotter so your best friend would want to do her? And it's like two right. 90s. So she was going to make Phoebe do it. I'm just saying, Monica. A little she bit of a double standard. A bit of the double standards. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Monica's alone and she's picking out Rachel's sex clothes and making Rachel's and, romantic yeah. dinner. Yeah. <laughs> she's making Joshua. Her... So I understand and why she's like, kind of annoyed. It doesn't even sound like Rachel did the grocery shopping because she's like, oh, I had leftover salmon at the restaurant. And so it's like she had to buy it, cook it. And, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, right. Rachel, you're so selfish. No, and I think like, Monica just wants to be a friend. Yes, but I never, I never think it's a good idea to pretend you are aren't something 
in the beginning. I was going to ask you about this. I just think it's such a terrible idea. I know it I doesn't like about this. pay a big thing later, but yeah. Well, but it, like it's not like, oh, you are dishonest. Like it's not like that, but it's just like he's going to find out you can't cook. Yes. So that's what I was kind of – I was wondering like did you ever do anything where you kind of like faked stuff early on in the relationships or like what do you think about this? I – think I always think this is a terrible idea I am sure that I told white lies to people that I never thought I would see again like random guy in bar or cruise boyfriend type people but someone that I was actually trying to have a relationship with like that's just not gonna work yeah they're gonna find out how old you are or that you can't cook or whatever other thing you're trying to hide like it just isn't gonna work unless you keep up the charade the entire relationship which sounds exhausting so i could understand being like being like oh gosh i'm not a good cook but i really want to learn which is like still not true i guess because she doesn't but like if if it sounds like it's something that matters Yeah, like if it sounds like something that matters to him, then maybe you could put in a little effort. But yeah, I don't feel like it's a good idea because I just feel like, I don't know, I guess there's a couple different thoughts about it because maybe her mentality is like, I want to kind of woo him and then he'll be so into me that it won't bother him that I don't cook because he'll already love me. But he just kind of like needs to get past that whole like, you know, whatever he thinks his non-negotiables are or whatever he thinks Maybe it's like that, but I, I'm i sure that I've, like, put best foot forward, probably embellished, but I don't think I've ever, like, um, made myself out to be some – like, could do something that I couldn't. Totally. I, th- I don't know if this is similar, but I have a friend who, when a guy has spent the night, she will get up before he does and put on makeup. Oh. And then get back in and like curl her hair a little bit and then get like back the marvelous in bed. Mrs. Maisel. Like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And the first time I heard that, I was like, that is like, no, that's like anti feminist. You know what I mean? Because I was like, men need to know what women like, you know, that just, I was like, that just projects like an unhealthy mm-hmm. beauty standard and an unrealistic da da da. And like, she's just like, do you know what? Like, I do it because it makes me feel better. Like, I do it because I, like, it makes me feel good, whatever. And so I'm kind of like, well, if that's what, like, she's not doing it to my boyfriend. So it's like, he doesn't expect that. And so I've calmed down about it, like, a little bit in that way. I still am just a little bit like, I would never want to have to keep that going. Like, at some point, you either stop doing that or, like, in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you're, like, six years into your marriage and you're still having to, like, wake up early to hoodwink Mm -hmm. your husband. Well, or like her mom like, who does it. <laughs> right. Well, and the thing is, is like, I think there are so many ways to get around not being a good cook. Ordering in, for example. Going out, for example. Saying, my friends Looking are really great cooks and she said that she would cook for us. Like, I don't True. think there's any shame. And it doesn't seem like Josh was like, well, you have to be a 50s housewife, so hope you're a great right. cook. Like, Stay it doesn't seem like that's right. actually his expectation. She's just setting herself her own self up in this dumb situation. Um, well, and because she's not even like, oh, thanks. Yeah, it was, she goes, cooking soothes me. It's right. Like, so it's like, just he's going to fully not part out. of your, yeah. Like, probably next week, 
He's going to yeah. figure this out. So I don't understand. <laughs> it's, kind of like, it's kind of like in 27 Dresses where that girl pretends to be a vegetarian. And then yes. she's like oh, yes. eating hot wings and gets caught out. It's This is just like that. Yes. It's never going to work out well. And I will be, I mean, this is my biggest problem with it is that if you cannot be yourself you should not be with that person because if they do not like you for you they are missing out well nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with them do you feel like that's the with the makeup thing like because i think that's where i was coming from too was just like but that's not yourself like does that one bother you or do you feel like nah it bothers me but i think that that is something that's deeply ingrained in some of us that like we feel oh it's like a vulnerability or something yeah like the your own pressure to look a certain way that you put on yourself like yes society has contributed to it but you're the one that said this is how i feel the most myself okay um so i don't think that that I is think a lot of people feel like that so I positive necessarily like, yeah i i don't do I that i think it's common i think it's yeah not necessarily i don't the think makeup that, thing, that is but um, i think the like feeling more like yourself not mm-hmm. necessarily like without I think that's really common I don't think that that is uh as deceitful as this because she was probably wearing makeup when they met yeah yeah for sure so you and know what she's I mean? gonna like, wear I makeup don't... every day for the rest of her life so it's exactly not like, so psych gotcha right. like <laughs> right yeah um I remember there being like an episode of true life or something like that that a girl had like literally never let her live-in boyfriend see her without makeup like she would take a shower and then immediately put makeup back on and then wear it until she took her next shower and like literally he had never seen her without makeup on see that makes me dislike her boyfriend no it was her own thing she was like terrified to be without it i can't remember what the deal was but she had to like go to counseling because she physically could not allow herself to be seen without makeup and he tried to remind her like i think you're beautiful and i think you're all these things and well he wouldn't know because he hadn't seen her but you know like he loves her he loves her and so he doesn't it's not about the makeup like right he wants her to be comfortable in her own home and she just like could not wow it was like a compulsive thing but anyway it doesn't sound like your friend's quite there but oh no no, i could understand her just feeling like i just don't want to let this person in yet so maybe it would be yeah. different if she had a long-term relationship. But if it's just like someone she's hooking up with, like yeah, maybe they don't that's get to I see was, that side of her. That's what I was going to say is like I do think it is kind of a like let's just do this for now until I know that you love me, you know, and want me like for more than just like the – yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it is potentially in the early stages when you do just want to put your best foot forward. But to me yeah. I was like, ah, oh, but eventually you won't keep – and then I was like, well, you know, whatever. You cross that bridge. Yeah, and then but you like start pretending farting that in you front like of to cook. And... Yeah, there you go. That's all downhill from there. Um, but like pretending like you like to cook or pretending like you have a certain skill that you definitely don't have. I just, you know, I don't get it. Or being like, yeah. oh, I love to run, but like you never run. And they're like, oh, let's go on a run together. Okay, how's that going to work out? You know, you can only avoid it for so long. And it's like, I, I guess I'm with you. And so we're just echo chambering to each other here. But it's like, if that person, if that matters so much to them, that that's what they want, I guess, again, I think the idea is like, I'm just going to let them think that until they love me for me, and then that won't matter. Whereas I'm more so like, if somebody thinks that they have to be with somebody who runs and like doesn't appreciate that, like I find 
fitness in a different way, then like, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to be a good match, you know? Right. Well, and also, don't you think that person would feel really hoodwinked? Like, yeah, I love you for you, except for I don't know you because you've been lying to me. Yeah, they probably would feel hoodwinked. You know, like that would suck to be like, I thought not, and maybe it's not even that all these things matter, but I thought we had all these things in common. That's what we've been building our foundation on. And I found out that Mm. they are all 100% not true. Ooh, that's deep. That's rough. So Ashley, stop lying to Ben, okay? (laughs) I'm trying to say. I stop pretending like you're gonna run run a marathon marathon every day day. (laughs) like babe gotta go I'm gonna be out for the next four hours and I just like go sit in the backyard no you drive um, to another city and buy a cat we are working on that um Ben was not a runner like he used to just like you know come home from work and like run around the block when I first met him um Mm -hmm. and he tried to get me to do that with him a couple times and I was like this is miserable (laughs) (laughs) but I was like going to the gym and doing other stuff and so he's like no look it's fine um and then he started getting into like he's done a few marathons now and I had to like at one point sit him down and just be like I am never going to be into running. Is that okay? Because mm-hmm. you know, some people that are into running, they're very into it and they want their partner yeah. to be into it. And he yeah. was like, it's totally fine. Let's have our own things. And I was like, thank you. I was like, I'm just going to be real honest with you now. I am not going to, like, I'll come support you, but I don't want to be doing this every weekend. I even told him that. I was like, look, I'm happy to support you at your marathons, but like, when we go away for a marathon weekend, like we can't stay up late. You don't drink. We can't go on like wine tasting. We can't like I was like, it's fine. But like, can we have other it makes me feel our- bad about myself? It's like, really? I was like, can you know, I'm just sitting around while you're running all the time. I'm like, can we have other aspects of our personalities and relationships? Yeah. So. Okay, Forrest Gump, lock it up. <laughs> um Anyway, Rachel's lying to Joshua. It's not a good idea, but we all know this is doomed, so. Well, let's see what True. happens. Um, I do love the idea of the famous baked potato and Diet Coke. Yeah, what a the meal. famous baked I would totally potato eat that. and Diet Coke. Sounds yum. Um, so uh, Joshua comes over for this this dinner where Rachel is dressed for a regatta gala in her she apartment. She's so fancy for in her so own apartment. So fancy. I don't understand this. I can barely bring myself to wear real pants in my own house or real pants with a button you mean like the like she's wearing heels heels. yeah Yeah. um and a ball gown with like slits yeah it's fancy a lot it's fancy i'm all for like date night at home and eating in and like it can be spec you can make it like fun and special you can dress up at home if that's your thing but i'm i'll dress up I don't think I'm wearing stilettos, though. When I had my murder mystery party last year, I wore wore heels in my own home, and I was like, is this what torture is like? Like, being so close (laughs) to my slippers and yet wearing heels? I think we used to host a lot of parties at our apartment in Chicago, and I think I would maybe wear, like, a cute pair of shoes. But no, because we were above somebody else, so I think we just made everyone take their shoes off. I don't remember. Yeah. But also we grew a up big in Florida, party. you guys. People don't wear shoes in their homes in Florida. If you do, it's like yeah. slippers or flip-flops. Yeah, but the thing is, is like actually having a party, I would feel way differently than just me like and Matt having, having a dinner. guy. Yeah, and like it's supposed to be an intimate night. What is he wearing? He's not dressed up fancy, is he? 
sports coat. I mean, he's wearing what every guy wears that's fancy and not fancy all at the same time. I know. They're so lucky. They have it so easy. I know. Um, But yeah, so Rachel's super dressed up. She's loving this meal she made. She's digging it. <laughs> um, she's like, yeah, this is really good. Oh, my gosh. So good. And then Josh Ua has a moment with the farm birds. Because apparently he is afraid that they are going to peck at him. Um, he's freaked out by farm birds. He's That's very freaked out. Thing. And it's really funny when Rachel like shoes them out to the door and he like jumps up on the counter. Like his yeah, reaction's yeah. really good. Um, so because he's afraid that, well, one, when Rachel goes out in the hallway, which is when I noticed she was wearing the stilettos and she knocks on the door a couple times to like at Joey and Chandler's, but she doesn't wait. And Joey's like, how'd you guys do that? Come on in, guys. (laughs) So funny. So, so, so funny. But um, Joshua's still freaked out. He can, like, hear them on the other side pecking through the doors. And uh, so he's like, why don't we go to my parents' house? And she's like, oh. And he's like, oh, they're out of town. And it's, like, a great view of the park. And yeah, romantic as hell. And so they pack up all the food that Rachel slaved over and go to his place. Joshua's parents' house. Joshua's parents' house, which I have a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. His house is being remodeled, right? Yeah. He says they're working on his apartment. They're working on his apartment. So anyway, they go over there and Rachel decides now is the time to slip into something a little less comfortable and a little more slutty. Yes. And um, so she does that. But his parents come home, and his parents are Matthew Perry's dad. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, And cute. next time you watch it, watch it and think about Matthew Perry while you watch it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that is totally his dad. Because of the you looks know, or because of the inflection? The f- no, just their faces. Like, you can see it in their ah, eyes and, like, their, their facial features. Cute. They don't look identical, but once you really look at him and think about it, you're like, oh, my gosh, they really do look alike. The way that he's like, um, France sucks. Like, I was going to say that yeah. is kind of Matthew Perry-esque. France sucks. Italy sucks. Italy sucks um, too. But Rachel comes out in her chiffon nightie, which... Oh, this is so good. ...would just be the most horrifying... Well, she's trying to, like, sexily pose herself on the couch. <laughs> hey, and the you. way she's, like, moving her foot... Uh, yeah, it's just so much. And then, yeah, he comes around the corner. He's like, oh, my gosh. And then the parents come around the corner. And the mom's like, Joshua, those $500 were for groceries. Oh, Here's where I have questions. One, hilarious. They think she's a hooker. Two, why Why are you like. Why did they leave him You're like a billionaire. Why did they leave you $500 for groceries? Because I think rich people. Parents do. Is that, that just kind what rich stuff, people right? do? I think so. Maybe. I mean, Joshua can afford to have a personal shopper at Bloomingdale's, so he's got money. Yeah, I would be kind of like, oh, well, I wouldn't like charge him rent, but I'd probably be like, we're going to Italy. You can sort out. I mean, maybe that's like the mom thing where she's like, oh, you know, you'll always be my baby. I want to make sure you're well fed, maybe. like that type thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I think of all the ways to get caught in lingerie, this Rachel's the worst. <laughs> well, this is the worst. But as far as recoveries go, 
I think Rachel did the best she could with what she had in front of her. Oh, her excuse was quick and hilarious. Really great. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, fashion. I don't really understand fashion sometimes. It can be really weird, you know? Yeah, I love that. So she's like, no, no, I try on. They're wearing this all over Milan, which I was like, they were just in Italy. They were just in Italy. (laughs) Yeah. They would have seen it. But she was like, I wear the clothes and then say if and, and write down how people react. I was like, good one, Rach. USA, not ready. Not ready. But then, so then what bothers me is that if she just said, like, oh, okay, USA, not ready, when they're like, let's go out to eat, shouldn't she be like, oh, you know what? Since this dress doesn't seem to be, like, you know what? Like, yeah. I actually have another dress that um, is in my bag. Why don't I change into that one, you know, since this one's not really ready for the US yet? Like, yeah, that's what I would have done. If I, if I was not if I was in the scripted show yeah I thought the same thing I was like that could have been her segue like oh since this is like a little bit too much I'm gonna change yeah that's or good. like yeah or like let me borrow your sport coat Joshua mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm cold well, like I don't know. yeah um or like yeah, no so. thanks we're tired you guys go out to dinner we'll stay I actually here. Think the scene at the restaurant would have been great. I don't know if they didn't have budget or time or either one. No. Um, it would have been, been a good. nice little addition. Um, but we do hear that uh, the waiter spilled something on her and her boob popped out. So that's yeah. fun for everybody. <laughs> yeah. When you're meeting your boyfriend's parents for the first time and they think you're a hooker. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so early in the piece to be meeting the parents. And I know she they didn't do that on purpose, but right. I do kind of feel like you'd be like, oh, no, you know what? You guys go. Rachel would be like, I'm tired. I'm actually going to go home. And then, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Anyway. No, no. It's just doomed it, to fail, this relationship. It was, I, I mean, honestly, it really is. It's like it didn't have a great start, and I just don't – know how it's going to possibly recover (laughs) um speaking of doomed relationships renee you mentioned this a few episodes ago but in real life is this tate donovan tate donovan and um i can never remember if it's tate donovan or donovan tate because both of those names could be first names or last names oh yeah no it's tate donovan Um, Tate Donovan and Jennifer Aniston were dating, but yeah. they had actually been dating for about two years before yep. this, and they were going through a breakup. Or like, yes. I don't know if they were like actively going through a breakup or if it was just like their relationship was like on the way out. I think they were broken time. up. Like, yeah, they had just broken up. Yeah, and I so I looked into it more since you had said that, and apparently, like, a lot of people were like, oh, no, yeah, like, they met through friends, and it was like, no, they had been dating for two years. They were, like, not engaged, but they had, like, exchanged Irish engagement rings, whatever those are, which I think is, like, a pre-promise ring oh. type thing, and so they had, like, ex- he would bought her a puppy, they had, like, exchanged these, like, promise ring type thing, commitment rings, Um and then, yeah, they were, like, breaking up or had just broken up when this happened. And he said that it was so painful that they actually asked to have his character, like, his storyline ended. Mm. Because... Yeah, I don't blame so, him. Yeah, so he could have actually stuck around longer. I think it's interesting that 
they weren't like, oh, actually, can we have somebody else play this character? This is a bit weird. Or if maybe yeah. they were just like, well, we're professionals before anything else and a job's a job. Let's do it. I think knowing this, I'm like, he's fine too. But like Jennifer Aniston does such a good job, like fawning over him and being mm-hmm. in love with him and all like giddy about him, knowing that like in real life, she's going through a messy break, messy, painful breakup with him. Like, again, yeah. give this girl an Emmy. Give this girl a daytime Emmy for the nighttime. <laughs> for the nighttime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's doing a great job. She um, is. That would be so hard. It would be super hard. I I can't, I can't imagine. I am always like, I guess this is different because they were not, they were dating and then he guest starred on the show. Not like when coworkers fall in love. Right. When you meet and as coworkers and then start dating and then break up. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. That would suck. Um, I know you it. don't watch One Tree Hill, but two of the main characters on One Tree Hill like met in the first season and got married and then got divorced and then like had to not only be on the show together, but had to like get back together as a couple a, sec- a few times after that. On oh, the like show. the characters did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be so hard. I know it would be terrible. Like, not only do you have to see your ex at work every day, you have to pretend to be in love you have again, to kiss them, and pretend to be in love Ugh, with them. Oh terrible. my god, that'd be really hard. This is why we're not actresses. That's, That's the, the only, only reason. reason. <laughs> That's the only reason why they asked us, and we were like, "Wait, we no, were like, hello, Hollywood. No thanks. Stop calling us. Stop calling. How do you even get this number?" <laughs> Yep. Oh, well, we'll just stick we're, to podcasting. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just stick to podcasting. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on right now. We are getting into some deep friends territory at the moment. Like iconic deep friends, or what do you mean? Yes, yes, iconic deep friends. It's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's happening. You're right because the next couple episodes are like mm, crucial, jam packed. I know. <gasps> I'm so excited. Oh, no. I'm so excited, too. Um, so get excited, because next week is the one with all the haste. Ooh. Why so hasty? Why so hasty, it's guys? So Why good. so hasty? See, it's a I question like, I've always wanted answered. I feel like at the at the time, like I'd said before about um, the one with the fake party, and like it bugged me that Rachel acted like this and like derailed um, Ross's plans and stuff but like watching it back I kind of am like relishing it and loving the awkward and mm-hmm. I think the same with the one with all the haste I think like when I used to watch this it made me uncomfortable but now I'm don't know I don't is that, I don't know why am I like really morbid I'm just like so excited <laughs> for it I don't know I couldn't tell you I love it. Maybe you are morbid. Maybe you're just a total weirdo. I think it's just because I love the London episodes and I really love what comes after them. And it's just, yeah. London baby. (laughs) All right. Should we leave them with that? We should. Leave you with a little London baby. Thanks for joining us. We will see you guys next time. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye.